I'm Michelle, certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. And I'm Marissa, and I'm a certified nutrition coach and group fitness instructor. And this is the Strong and Simple Podcast. We're tackling the latest fads, trends, and hot topics in the nutrition, wellness, and fitness industries using science and conversation to bust myths and give you the information you need to navigate the bullshit. Tune in for your twice a week truth bombs every Tuesday and Friday. All right. Hello, everybody. It is Michelle, and I'm back for another mini-sode today. And this isn't what I was planning on talking about for this week, but my incredible co-coach and business partner, Tina Tang, sent out an email on Sunday to our Strong Sunday email list. And I thought that it would be really beneficial for if I shared with all of you. So if you are already on the Strong Sunday email list, then you may have opened this email and read already. Uh, And if you're not, I'll actually drop the link in the show notes so you can jump on that. What's really cool about our, excuse me, Strong Sunday newsletter is every Sunday, you get a newsletter with a tip, with some strategies, with some personal story, from me or Tina. And Tina and I split this um, every other week. So every other week you're getting message from me. And then on the opposite week, you're getting messages from coach Tina. So you really get thoughts and ideas and strategies from both of us. So it's kind of cool. It's like being on two email lists for the price of one and you're still just getting the emails once a week, right? So it's not like getting double emails. So We love it. We love sharing it together and we love sharing with you. So what did Tina talk about this week? And the title of her email this week was, you must do this to age healthy. And this really resonated with me and a lot of our newsletter readers because so very often at every single turn in the Instagram world, on YouTube, on even blog articles, even podcast posts, right? It's like very polarizing, very often very clickbaity type things, absolutisms, like you must do this to live your best life. You must, the one thing you're not doing yet that guarantees health as you age or whatever, right? And it can be really overwhelming because not only can all of this information be coming at you, it can be a lot of different things that you're being told you're supposed to be doing in order to be your healthiest or your best self, right? And um, it can also be very contradictory because in social media world, people love to live in the like drawing your line in the sand, like what you stand for. And especially on Instagram, you only have so many words to use in your caption. And I can't remember how many characters it is, but it's really not that much. And most people are not even really reading captions as much anymore. There are some people, which I do appreciate because I do like to write, but even 
the, we're in the age of TikToks and reels and the attention span is, you know, seven seconds, seven, five to seven seconds is the ideal real length at this point. So folks, trainers, coaches, nutritionists, um, physical therapists, folks are out there trying to get their message out, moving as fast as they can and as quick as they can to grab your attention so they can get their message out there. This is me included. This is Tina included. This is Marissa included, right? And from a consumer standpoint, from somebody who's just consuming the creator's messaging, it's important to recognize this because most often these posts, especially social media posts, are living in polarization world. They're not living in the world of nuances. And I know I've talked about that a lot here, that there is so much nuance, especially when it comes to talking about individual human beings. What is great for one person may not necessarily be great for somebody else. And when we're talking about population in general, there's going to be subsets of the population who this strategy isn't necessarily going to work the best for, right? So where this email from Tina came from was that she had had a conversation with one of her clients feeling really stressed out about trying to do it all. And this client of hers has been feeling the stress because she's getting the messaging that she needs to walk 10,000 steps a day and that she needs to do mobility exercises and she needs to strength train four times a week. Oh, and on top of that, you should be doing some sort of HIIT workouts, right? And yeah, all of those things are great for us. Strength training is great for you. I highly encourage you, if you are not already in some sort of strength training routine, to get on that in a way that works for you, right? Getting your steps in does not necessarily mean that you need to be going for long three to five mile walks every day. Not everybody has access to a safe place to walk. Not everybody has access to the time for a long, lengthy walk, right? Uh, so it really comes down to, <clears throat> we're getting all of these messages about all these different things that we're supposed to be doing. And that then feels stressful and can lead to often like a over analysis paralysis or an overwhelm paralysis. And I was actually speaking with, um, with my husband about this the other day too, He's currently in between strength programs. He's still navigating some injuries and he's trying to get back into the swing of things. And he wants to do all the things. He wants to work on his endurance. He wants to work on his strength. He wants to work on his shoulder mobility to, you know, try to prevent the shoulder injury that's been kind of plaguing him for a long time now. Um, it gets better and whatnot. But anyways... <clears throat> Wanting to do or thinking that we need to do all the things all at once isn't necessarily the right prescription for most people. Now, if you are somebody who is wealthy and has access to a personal chef, 
has access to a trainer, has access to a nanny for your children, or is able to send your children to after-school programming that's all in one place so you're not like driving them around from place to place. That eats up a lot of time. You're going to be able to do different things for your wellness on a regular basis than somebody who may not have access to all of these things. And that's okay because everything that you're able to do for yourself is going to pay off, especially if it's something that you can do consistently for the long haul over time. So trying to shift away from this, okay, on January 1st, that's right, my friends, January 1st is right around the corner and we're already seeing it. We're going to start on January 1st with a complete overhaul of all the things. I'm going to start eating super healthy and I'm going to work out six days a week and I'm going to get 10,000 steps in and I'm going to start going to yoga and blah, 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 blah. Like you're going to overhaul your life on January 1st. First of all, don't wait until January 1st to start doing things. It's the same way with like, don't start until, don't wait until Monday because this just perpetuates that it's a start stop sort of situation with your wellness. And this is sold to us by diet culture with things like 21 day fix, whole 30, trying to think of something else off the top of my head. Um, 14 day jump starts, right? There's this like time limit where there's going to be a start and a stop because the diet industry wants you to start, have success, stop, and then feel like you need to go back on again so they can make more money off of you, right? So that kind of idea of this complete overhaul and this complete like restructuring of all the things on a, on a Monday or on the first of the month or on January 1st, this is really setting you up for habits that are not going to be sustainable because it's usually too much too fast, too many changes, too fast. So yes, movement is really good for you. All kinds of movement is good for you. Walking is really good for you. Getting movement throughout your day is good for you. Yoga is good for you. Strength training is good for you, right? But finding that balance of those things that's going to work for you in your life for the long haul is where the secret sauce is. It's not the starting and stopping and starting and stopping and starting and stopping. And when I say that, I'm not throwing shade at you. Because if you've been living in this perpetual cycle of starting, stopping, starting, stopping, you're not alone. This is how we have all been sold fitness and nutrition for most of our lives. That there's a start date and there's a stop date and that we're just, we're going to just be in the cycle, right? But you don't have to be there. And being able to ebb and flow with the season of your life is what is going to really make you feel the best for the long haul, right? So having a coach can really help you navigate when you are feeling like, oh my God, I need to do all of these things to be my healthiest self, right? 
because sometimes it's just so helpful to have somebody walk you through, well, what is your main goal? What is, what are the big rocks here that we're going to focus on right now in those moments of opportunity that you have in your schedule right now that are going to lead to you being successful? What are you able to do as a like nine or 10? Hell yeah, I can implement that habit right now. I can do that this week. This is what I can do. And it might look like right now I'm doing my 100 swings a day for the holidays. I I guess it's a challenge. I don't really – it's just an anchor activity to try to make sure I'm moving during a time of year when I have historically had a very hard time moving. I I tend to hit exactly what I've been talking about today, that overwhelm – paralysis. Like if I can't get in my heavy lift session, then it's all over, right? Or I can't, I want to be able to do some high intensity interval trainings in addition to my, my heavier lifts. The hundred swings for a day, a hundred swings a day for the holidays just allows me to have a fun way to get in. I know I'm getting a little bit of movement every day at the holidays when I typically am moving less. It's cold out. It's dark out. It's not as easy or as safe for me to go for walks as it typically is during other seasons. It snowed last night. It's a little icy out now and dark, right? So these are all things. Now I know I can get my heart rate up for five, 10 minutes. Yesterday it was three minutes. Just move a little bit of time, being realistic, right, with what I can do right now. So when you are thinking about what you must do to be healthy, What you must do is take a deep breath and recognize and kind of pull apart all of the pieces that are being thrown at you from all directions and figure out what are the big rock activities that you can implement consistently and sustainably. And that might look different in December than what it looks like in February and what it looks like in July and what it looks like in September, right? And knowing that everything you do, every time you move, that's going to have an impact on how you feel, right? So that's my, that's my message for you today in these 15 minutes I really just loved her email from our Strong Sunday email this this week, and I think that it really, I mean, it resonated with me, and it resonated with a lot of our readers, and I'm hoping, well, I'm, hope, I'm not hoping that you're in a place right now where you're feeling overwhelmed with all the things you think you should be doing, but if you are in that place, what I'm hoping is that this message is a reminder to you that you finding what works for you in your individual life that you can do consistently is where the magic happens. It's not doing all the things all the time, especially most folks do not have all the time in the world 
to be prepping fancy meals. And listen, you don't need to prep fancy meals to be healthy. We've talked about that here. Um, you don't need fancy equipment, right? Do what you can do in this moment to help you feel good and to help you feel strong and to help your digestive system feel good, right? That's what it's about. And making it so that it's not so stressful. We have a lot of freaking stress in our lives. Movement, food should not be adding to our stress, especially if it's because we're stressing about not doing it, right? So find the ways, find the areas of opportunity that you can squeeze in your sessions or whatever you need to do, and you do not need to do it all to be amazing. Okay. So hopefully this was helpful for you. Again, I'm going to drop that link to my newsletter in the show notes. So if you're interested in jumping on that, if you are, if you don't know where the show notes are and you can always email me, michelle at michelleferrellcoaching.com, strong and simple podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram, wherever. Happy to chat with you. And I hope this was helpful. Okay. Until next time, friends. This has been an episode of the Strong and Simple podcast. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we've discussed or about any of our guests, please make sure that you visit us on Instagram at Strong and Simple Podcast. And if there's ever any topics, questions, concerns, anything that you would like to suggest to us, please feel free to email us at strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. content of this podcast represents the views and opinions of Michelle Farrell, Marissa Zabo, and their guests, and is not intended to be individualized advice or recommendations. Nothing in this episode is to be construed as medical advice or to substitute for individualized fitness or nutrition advice. Always consult with the appropriate professional for your own needs. We, Michelle Farrell and Marissa Zabo of the Strong and Simple Podcast, reside on Pawtucket land. We acknowledge the land and the Pawtucket people, as well as the land and the people of the many Native nations of whom the land belongs. To respect and honor them and their land, as well as to be mindful of the harm colonialism has and continues to do on the Indigenous people of the United States and the world. This land acknowledgement is our commitment to support Indigenous peoples and their voices in the struggle against systemic oppression and for human rights, as well as to push against the cancelling and erasure of their history, their stories, their culture, and their present. We encourage you to visit native-land.ca to discover whose land you are residing on, as well as ways to support Indigenous folks.